Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Imagine making a difference. No, imagine being the difference. The difference between I can't and I can or I won't and I will. The reason someone chooses to wake up and strive for greatness. In life, it can feel like everything is working against you. Let's defy all odds and break generational curses. This is Overstepping Poverty with Daquan and Zacchaeus. Welcome back to Overstepping Poverty, the podcast that provides you with tips, tricks, and hacks in overstepping poverty. My name is Daquan Brooks, and I'm here with my co-host, Zacchaeus Shaw. How you doing, Zacchaeus? I'm doing good today, my man. You know, got a beautiful restaurant that we're in, beautiful business yes. here, new location, as you guys can tell, with yet another awesome guest to go over the journey. Absolutely. You know, the journey is different for everybody. But a lot of times we all have the same goal, and that's to be able to provide for our family and build a legacy. And I think these guys are doing just that. So how are I you doing? Agree. I completely agree. I'm doing great. Like you said, you know, I'm very humbled, and I'm, uh, I feel blessed that we're able to step inside another uh, local business in Sioux Falls, uh, one that's striving, you know, bringing something to the Sioux Falls community that hasn't really been here before. Ever. You know, in a location that... Uh, many other businesses haven't really done well in, but like I said, they're striving and it's nice to be able to feel welcomed inside their business to really go over exactly that journey. So Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to get into this. I want to introduce our special guest today, somebody that I've known for a very long time and has been like an uncle to me, um, you know, especially over the last few years. He obviously is co-owner of this uh, Ritz of Brazil here in Sioux Falls. Today we have Jamie Grogan. What's up, fellas? What's welcome, going on, my welcome. man? Thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. No, I was excited to have you on because I feel like you do have a very inspiring journey. I know you've been through a lot, through all the trials and tribulations. You've still continued to want more out of life, and I think that's a good example of what we all want to do. We all yep. go through things, and it's important that we keep going at the same time. So uh, I, I kind of want to jump into it with you. Um, you know, your obviously your business is Ritz of Brazil here in Sioux Falls. There's obviously a tie to Brazil. Can you kind of take us through your journey, how it was as a child, you know, growing up, where were you and, and through the journey of to where we're at now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, I'll say I believe that complacency can just – stop any progress in your life that you know that you want to advance to or get to and attain right first and foremost and uh, uh as far as me my mother uh is brazilian was born in brazil she uh graduated uh high school at like 15 and then was a professor by 17 wow. in college and then wanted to continue her education ended up of all places, her sister ended up in Boston, Massachusetts, and she ended up in Madison, South Dakota. And then oh. that's where she, my dad was going to school there on a basketball scholarship, and that's where she met my father. Okay. So then that, she never went back. Right. And <laughs> they ended up getting married, and then shortly thereafter, I came along, you know, and then uh, I've just ever since then, it's been, we, we've lived down there. I've been back and forth every summer. I'm going down there with her and whatnot. Right. And, uh, you know. Down to Brazil. Down to Brazil, yeah. Okay. 
staying in, you know, so half my summers would be down there, and we've lived there for a little bit right. and whatnot. So it was constant cultural change for yeah. me my whole life, you know. For sure, for sure. And then so as you're growing up, do you have siblings? Yep, I got two sisters. Two sisters. Yep. And when you lived here, what was it like, you know, what uh, – because you went to O'Gorman. I went to O'Gorman, Correct. Yep. So – you talk about the differences of cultures of going from somewhere like O'Gorman right. and then in the summer as you're spending your time in South America. Right, right. What did you think you learned most from that specifically, getting thrown back and forth into different cultures? Right. Well, I mean, O'Gorman was the only school I was at for more than four or I was there for four years or whatever, obviously. Right? But right. otherwise, I didn't go to school for more than two years Okay. The rest of, or the rest of my history or whatnot. So. Right. So it was always, I was constantly always kind of the new person in the school every two years or whatnot. So it was just kind of adapting with that. So that, but even with that said, that kind of made, made everything easier to be going to one country back to another or whatnot. And all right. my family on the Brazilian side is still living there and still out there. Okay. What, what I would take from it is just the lifestyle. The living of life is a lot more on a relaxed like let's live the life, let's enjoy the life versus let's let's work and work 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 all the time right. as as like here in the states, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little more a little more laid back. Going yeah, good life. good vibe, yep. I love that. Awesome. I love that. You know, we we talk and discuss about culture and diversity and um there's just been so many people that have come from many other places and came to Sioux Falls. You know, we're in the Midwest. There's, it's different. It's definitely different here. So what I want to know is when you guys came here as a family, has it been very welcoming for, for you guys, especially going to not a, a public school, but a private school like O'Gorman? Yeah. Right. I mean, it is in the beginning it was, it was different, you know, cause uh, I mean, my mom was considered a person, a person of color and whatnot. And there wasn't a lot of color in this town back in the day, you know, right. so, my dad would get questions like, how's it going for you being in a, in the relationship with her or whatnot, you know what I mean? You have okay. any problems? Like it almost, like, like we were different, you know? So right. for me, for me in the beginning, I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy what would happen here. You know what I yep. mean? It yeah. just is, it just is what it is. Right. What right. I, what, what's good now is like, is seeing that the growth that is happening and, and the minds that are changing, you know what I mean? Yep. Right. And the, the cultures and minorities that are that are around more immensely than they ever were, you know? Absolutely. And I, I feel like the reason that that has changed is because it's continued education and learning more, you know, not being sheltered, learn, learning more about different cultures and being around those different um, cultures and diversity, diverse groups. And there's a saying that we always say, and it's, if they knew better, better, they do better. Right. And so what that means again is, is you continuously teaching you know, your children and, and teaching them exactly different aspects and different cultures, because it's beautiful to learn about how other people live or how they grew up. And that's right. exactly why we have this, this podcast, because right. we want to know more about these local business owners, these leaders and community leaders, you know, I want to know exactly how they grew up and how they became who they were today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so that's why I asked you that question. And it's, it's nice that like you said, and you pointed out, that it's changed and it has the last 10 years it has changed quite a bit right yeah i'm excited for it i see it um now because i went to o'gorman as well and i could count on my hand even in 2012 on one hand how many people of color were in the school and now i coach out o'gorman and i see the difference i see how many 
different cultures that are there. And it, it really is a cool thing, but you can also see it in the attire of the students. Right. Right. You can mm-hmm. see the way they're walking and the way they're talking and right. the clothes they're wearing, they're different. And that's good because it just shows the growth. It shows that we thrive off of other cultures in America. Like mm-hmm. that's what America is, is a melting pot of cultures from all over the world. So it's, it's silly to kind of look down on different cultures. And it, like you said, it is the Midwest kind of do expect a lot of the stuff that we get here, but it is nice to see change that, that has happened. That's the, I mean, Culture and diversity shouldn't be a bad thing. No, not at me, all. I think the more diverse and the more culture you have in you, I think the better person that you're probably going to be or become. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Think you know what I mean? And I think we have a moral. Everyone as humans should have an obli- moral obligation to accept culture, enjoy culture, want to learn other things, want to try other foods, want to diversify the community they live in, want to make an impact and help try to make a change as, as individual as it can be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything big. Just in your day to day life, just be a better person and under and and understand other people's cultures and that, and the differences with each other. You know, because at the end of the day, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. You know what yep. I mean? And we all have a lot of, like I said at the beginning, we all have a lot of the same goals. Yep. When it comes to wanting to be able to provide for family or or continue to build and get better in our lives, and we're just so much better together. And I've said it on the podcast before that we have so much more in common than we think. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So. How did we get to this, though? How did you get from uh, working? Because you've worked in the kitchen for a long time. Yep. How did you get from that now to having your own restaurant with right. family? Well, it was been grinding for a while around here. So yeah, um, we just had an opportunity. My sister knew uh, the, the owner of the building's son she was working with, and he said, hey, uh, my dad has a building available if you guys are interested in putting in a restaurant. And my sister and brother-in-law had had previously owned Kaladis for about 10 years, and then okay. they kind of sold that and got out of the game for a minute. And then my mom, my dad, and my sister and my, and my brother-in-law like, yeah, let's go look at the spot. Let's check it out and see see if we want to do it. Right. And it just felt like when we got in here, it was just almost just instantaneously we all kind of were like, yeah, let's go. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And let's, let's, bring, let's bring our cuisine and culturify it like – the cuisine of the city, you know what I mean? Right. In a way, I feel like honestly, right now where we're at, the pride I have is I feel like I have one of the most diversified restaurants in town that where every, everyone can come and eat, you know what I mean, and find mm-hmm. something on the menu that they would enjoy, you know. Right. And I think the Brazilian cuisine is like a, it's kind of a not doesn't get as much notoriety as other cuisines in the world, but I think just the amount of different people from Italians, Japanese, African. You know, just the the plethora of people that live there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all the cuisines change, and you know what I mean, and adapt and morph, and it and, and becomes what it is. You know, right? What is the? We talked about it a little bit before the episode started. Where does the name Ritza Brazil come from? Like, what is the, the um, meaning? Yeah, the, the meaning, meaning behind it. Yeah. All. So with that, with all that I just said, with the how diverse the country is. And and also kind of where we're at as well, right? I didn't want to just, we didn't want to corner ourselves to just be doing a specific, specifically Brazilian Brazilian cuisine, even though that's like the pretty much the main thing we are that we, we are doing. But I can take a piece of Brazilian cuisine and then make it with like it's something Italian or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like make just, it different. Yeah, switch it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but use the same nuances of whatever the dish is, and then just. 
I take a little piece of there and a piece of that and then put it together and then cre- create diff- different dishes. So the roots is like the bearings and the roots are always going to come from Brazil, but it also will allow us to experiment and, and, and with other genres and cuisines just as if we are there, you know, right. whether it's Japanese, whether, whether it's African cuisine, whether it's Italian, you know what I mean, and so on. I love that. What would you say is your your biggest successes that you've had coming from the restaurant industry? Because I know it's not a it's not an easy industry. It's not. Yeah. You, nope. I, I mean, this would probably have to be here. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Just having and yep. owning this business, making it your own. Yep. What's, Absolutely. What's hard is what's is re, like when we first opened, I was terrified that we just would it'd be all messed up. Something. You know what I mean? Like would be wouldn't go the way it does. So for me. It's uh, humbling to see, like, read people's reviews and then how they feel and, like, their opinions right. on the place, you know. And, and it just kind of – Because I put a lot of my heart into everything, and we put a lot of our heart into it, and it's good, it's good to know that it's felt. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Like, Absolutely. Not, if you can feel it in the dishes or feel it in the environment and feel – we want you to – we want to take you somewhere. Like, we want to take you to Brazil. We don't want to take you – on the corner of 8th and Railroad in Sioux Falls. Right. We want you to come in and escape. Literally. Yeah. You know? yep. And that's what it is when you come in here. If you've never been to Ritzer, Brazil, I highly recommend coming down here. It is nothing like anything we have in the whole state. And I've never left disappointed. And the portions on some of the food is really big. A lot of food you can take home. I was going to say, yeah, I've, I've never it. left on an empty stomach. I've Heck never no. left disappointed. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife, she typically doesn't eat leftovers. And the first time we came here, uh, we had the the jerk chicken. And, oh, my and, gosh. Oh, she, <laughs> she boxes it up. <laughs> takes it home and and every morning I, i'll get up and i'm like all right i got something to eat because we went to a restaurant before and she had already eaten it and i'm like okay <laughs> cool cool all right but yeah she you know every time i come here and if it's not with her she does get upset but that's just because again just the environment it's very welcoming and just the food i feel like everything that is here there's so much thought and there's so much heart put into it you know, so and, and that's why I love seeing the success of people who who truly care about what they're doing. And it's not only just caring about what you're doing, but you're also caring about who's working around you as well, you know, um, for that right. as well. So I actually want to that, that jumps me into my next question. Um, we're in a very tough uh, space when it comes to people wanting to work. Um, I see it in my own my own business. You know, uh, sometimes we have people come in. Uh, they want to do the least amount of work possible. You know, how is it as being a, as an owner, you know, making sure that you have that healthy work environment for not only you, but also for your customers that come in? Right, right. Well, it's a, it's a hard, it's a difficult task these days, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, that's something I, I'm trying to figure out is even like, I don't know if the younger generation has a better way of going about work and where you wanted to get yourself to, to be like, you know, for me, it's like work as hard as you can, grind, miss time, don't have, you know what I mean? Like this is more important than anything else you have, you know? And so it would be like six day work weeks, seven day work weeks. Now we're finally like four in this business, like four or five day work weeks for people is kind of better now for them, you know? So there's yeah, right. a little more leniency with it that gives you more time to kind of live life and enjoy it. And just finding enough people that are qualified or whatnot. Yeah, to to do the job or care or want to, the drive to want to do it and have the same understand your passion maybe you know what I mean to come right. in and and, and want to be a part of it. So at least, yeah, at least but at least here we do have we do have some people that 
you know, there's a lot of friends and family scenarios here. Mm-hmm. So we do have some people that have been involved one way or another with us for, you know, 20, 20 years, 15 years, stuff like right. that, you know. Yep. So that helps out a lot. We're blessed with a pretty great staff here as far as as far as any of that goes. And and, and the care and the and the care and understanding is there with them. Absolutely. I love that. You know, I think pretty much every time I have a waiter or waitress, they're somebody that knows your family. Like, yeah. And they've known them for quite a bit of time, which is I think it's really cool. And it adds even more to the experience, I think, where they're like able to break all the different items on the menu down. Right. They're able to talk on, oh, you know, um, Jamie's mother made this, you know, or right. I've known them for so long. So just a really homey feeling. But getting people out there to work in a place like this where we don't really have a high unemployment rate, you oh, know, and yeah. it, it makes it even more challenging when you don't have high unemployment rate and you still have thousands of jobs still available in Sioux Falls. So mm-hmm. right. for those that are listening you know, definitely come check out Sioux Falls. There's <laughs> yes. definitely a lot of different businesses and oh, opportunities yeah. for you guys to come out here. It's not like anything you think it is. I promise you that. But no, I think it's a really cool thing. And I want to give kudos to you on, on what you've been doing with this. Absolutely. Appreciate it. You yeah. know, there's there's one thing that we tend to kind of skip over in life. And, and sometimes it's good because you always want to look ahead. But it's the failures in life, the things that, you know, you tried doing and it didn't work out. So you had to move on or you kept trying it. You know, I want to know for you, which is a tough question for everyone. What would you say is kind of your biggest failure in the restaurant industry and how have you overcome that? Right. Failure in general is a thing that everyone should probably experience one way or another or Mm -hmm. losing. You know what I mean? And it's because it's how you're going to bounce back, how you're going to handle the situation and, and how you adapt going forward with whatever lesson or anything you learn, you know? Yeah. So maybe my biggest failure, maybe, I mean, I really would have rather had got a restaurant open in my late 20s, Absolutely. Or early 30s than my 40s. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. Right. Yep. Maybe, maybe a little sooner for me to, to, to have a dream of owning my own, own restaurant might have been, might be like... Probably right. sometimes I think about that more, mm-hmm. you know, because I've grinded so long, grinded so hard where I'm kind of like I'm steering more to the to the 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 pasture versus grinding harder. You know what I mean? Right. And then, yep. then opening a restaurant and I'm putting in the same amount of grind. Yep. You know and, what I mean? Each you know, day and even more now because it is mine and it is what I've wanted. You know, right. absolutely. And there's a lot of people in life who kind of get complacent for working for other people. And that's that's not a bad thing at mm-hmm. all to work for another person. Um, on that but when you have that passion and that drive there's no stopping you on you going and working and building something of your own like right. you did you know I mean because it takes a lot because and the reason I say that is, is because I grew up um, in a family who owned a restaurant it was called Granny's Golden Oven um, and I would always work there I'd go there on I mean early uh, you know help out uh, make sure breakfast and stuff like that was ready, make sure lunch. And, and that's actually what kind of taught me my work ethic is just at a young age, I was doing all this stuff and I, I definitely wasn't getting paid for it and, right. and funds, but I was eating a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, Food so, was good. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. But that was a, that was a valuable lesson uh, for me that really taught me my work ethic to be able to strive and really go get anything that I want in life and do it well, you right. know, so. Right. Was there ever a point when you guys were starting to open this up that you didn't think it was going to open? Oh, I was, I mean, it was a process. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of more the, it's like, 
how is it going to be received? You know what I mean for me, and uh, you know that was a, it's a difficult menu to navigate for me because not only do I have to have Brazilians know that that's you know what I mean. I got to bring them home, right? Right, and then I got to bring people around here that aren't Brazilian to Brazil, to Brazil. in a way, yeah. Right, and then at the same time, maybe have some nuances or something that can accommodate other people as well, food wise. Right. You know, so it was with that in mind. Like I can't just try to cater to Brazilians in the region. I got to, I want want it to be accepted by everyone. Right. You know, absolutely. Gaucho fries got me right away. I said, I'm eating cactus. Is that (laughs) (laughs) like what? (laughs) No. Okay. So I want to kind of change gears here a little bit. And we talked about the trials and tribulations that you've been through. And there was a few years ago, you lost your daughter. Yep. Right. And I want to talk about that. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because I know you're not alone with that. I know there's a lot of challenges and there's a lot of issues in our country right now that need to be addressed. And, you know, you lost your daughter to an overdose, which is a terrible thing. I knew her basically my whole life. Um, I saw her a few months before she passed and she had her big smile, you know, on her face. So I want to talk about that. What... Obviously, that the whole thing is a challenge, right? With you and your family, do you think, tying back to the restaurant before we really dive into it, do you think that has helped you building this restaurant, bringing this alive? Do you think that's helped you with your grieving process? It's kept me busy, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but it, I, you know, it's pretty easy to kind of pretend like it didn't really happen, but it did happen. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, I'm just, it was from, from day one, I just would kept telling myself, just don't fall down the hole. Don't fall down the hole. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to keep going. You got to keep doing, she wouldn't want you to fall. You know what I mean? De- fall down and yeah, and mess, mess your whole life up with your grief. And, and, uh, so, so for me, yeah, it right. is the constant staying busy does yeah. help, you know, it right. does help a lot and, and grinding. I'm, I even just you asking me that question sometimes it surprises me that I haven't gone the the, the wrong route with everything you know sure. it's it's a pretty tough it's a pretty tough lesson and and feeling to feel as a father as a protector that even though there's nothing I could have probably done I didn't protect her you know right. that, that's what I always sit with so natural feeling I yep. think yeah. I mean, she, like I said, she had that bright smile. She's a bright light for anybody that would have known her. And with that, you know, how have you continued to go? You know, you talk about your surprise. You haven't gone down that hole. And I know that there's people listening to this that have experienced something similar. I'm not right. going to say the exact same thing because it's different for everybody, but something similar. How have you stayed out from that dark hole because it, you it's not easy and it's something that you deal with every single day and it's really a decision that you have to make but is it do you find there's anything that helps you with it i feel like i don't just work and I, we don't have this restaurant nothing is just for me you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if she were here i know she'd be here grinding and and here with me along with me and being part of the business as well yeah. so so for me it's like I can't allow myself to do that because I got to be there, I, you know, for my mom, my dad, like all of us involved, the younger kids, you know, because well, if we're going to create something here and this is going to continue to grow, I want it to be still going if I pass on. Right. And hopefully it goes, it gets handed down to a, 
you know, some of the younger kids, nephew, niece, whoever, if they have the drive to want to do it, you know. So, right. mm-hmm. so for me, it's the unwielding. This is like my grandpa in Brazil bought ranch land with his brother. He was dirt poor from Rio, and then his brother wanted to sell it, and then he bought that. And then mm-hmm. that just became a continuation for him, and he kept buying land and land and land. And eventually he had like 9.5 million acres of ranch land. Wow. Yep. And everything he did and everything he was doing that for was for the family. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. At the end of the day, that's what it was for. That was his whole integrity of work. As right. much as he probably enjoyed cattle ranching and all that, it was really for the whole family. Right. You know, so and that's, in my mind, I feel like as much as you want individual success for yourself, I feel like it, you got, it's got to be more for you. It's got to right. be like, take mm-hmm. care of the family down the road, generation, who can I help? Where can I get to even help friend or whoever? You know what I mean? Like it has to be more than just yourself. And right. That with for me, I think that's what helps me a lot because I'm not going to constantly think about myself and, right. and where I'm at, sad or not. You know, because right. I got I yeah. feel like if I'm in a, in a position and I have a moment and an opportunity, it just you got to just keep trying to advance and get to where you need to be. Absolutely. And bring, bring everyone along you can. You know what I mean? Like however it works. Right. I think that's beautiful. I think that's a big life lesson for myself. I think it's a big life lesson for everybody to, no matter what you go through, remember that what you're doing it for is really bigger than than you. It's way bigger than you. And if it's not bigger than you, maybe you need to change what you're doing because most people do want to leave that legacy. Most people do want to leave their families in a better place than they were before. Right. And for a lot of people that do battle, whether it's battling addiction or you're going through grief, just remember that there's somebody out there worth fighting for, even if it's not yourself. Because a lot of people are way harder than themse- on themselves and they, yeah, it's, than they are for other people. Yep, mm-hmm. it's, it's difficult. You know, when you're doing good, everyone knows you're doing good. When you're doing bad, everyone knows you're doing bad. Right. When you ain't doing either, nobody's going to know who you are. Right. You know what I mean? So That's it's true. Like, so it's a weird balance, but... Yeah, if you if the opportunity is now and it's time to seize it, you know you got to just keep pushing forward and try to continue to have success, do, do, stay good, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And, and that goes with everything. Because if you if it's a bad your name, you have a family name and your fam, you know what I mean? Like you should have shame and not a lot wanting to your family to know you're doing bad or in a bad situation. Right. You know what I mean? Everything should be uplifting for for the whole family in general. With what that, you good, do. that energy. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And we talk about generational wealth uh, plenty of times in in our previous episodes in our podcast and just how important it is. I mean, um, not just as a male, but I mean, for females, just as families to to get out there and really leave your legacy, you know, because once you pass on this earth, you you want to be remembered. You know, I and that's one of my biggest fears um, is that when I leave is that I didn't change someone's life. I didn't leave a, a wonderful memory for someone. Um, and so that's why I, every single day I wake up and I strive to, to make sure that I either change something positive in someone's life or I do something to continue to progress and move forward and leave something for my future kids or, or my right. wife or, you know, so, right. um, and that's what this is about as well. That's overstepping poverty. You know, it's, it's, it's each one, teach one, the thing that we have on our shirts, we're continuously 
taking our knowledge and we're handing it down and we're expecting our kids and our future um, grandkids and whatnot to do the exact same thing. So right. um, that's, that's the main focus. That should be the main, main goal in life. You know, yeah. it's, it's yep. never just about you, like you said. No. So. And that should be with everything, you know, that's, that's the motto right there. Yeah. Right. If you can, you should, we should all be a teacher, even if we're not in school teaching in a way, you mm. know, yep. like how can you help so-and-so person? You know, it's, it's and it can be simplistic, but mm-hmm. how can you help them be a better person in their life? You know, right. absolutely. It's, it's nothing magical, but I mean, if you can impactually help people mm-hmm. along yeah. the way of your journey, like I think that we're just obligated to do that. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. we, everyone should be that Your way. purpose is, yeah. I mean, when you look at the most successful businesses in the world, they're all centered around how can we help the most people? possible yep now whether where that comes from is is really up to the individual but at the basis it's i need to help the most people possible because then i can make the money possible or do whatever make the most change i want to bring it back to to shayla before we move on when you think about shayla and you smile right what can you tell us a story about Shayla where it brings a smile to your face? The smile for one, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, but probably the hardest thing for me to not have anymore is just everything's going to be okay, dad. I promise everything's going to be okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So when I'm worrying or doing anything like that, she was always really good. And look, not anyone can say that to me. And I, right. I, I have a calm about me, but when, mm-hmm. when she would say that to me. It would call, it would give me a calm, right? you know, like it was true, true hearted, you don't need to worry, you know? So it's like all those moments like that with her are extremely missed. She's just, right. full, she's just full of life. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she was a light. She was definitely a light for a lot of people. So well, let's go into our next step of our podcast here. Absolutely. Well, before we actually move into that, oh, there, yeah. I do just have another question for you that we ask everyone on the episode. And that's, when you hear overstepping poverty, I mean, you've seen a lot of our, our content, uh, you've seen a lot of our interviews that we've already put out and whatnot. Um, but for you, I'm assuming overstepping poverty means completely different than what you've heard someone else say. So what does that mean to you when you hear overstepping poverty? Right. I got, there's a couple, I always think about for myself, no alarm clock. Mm Mm-hmm like a life with no alarm clock that I'm finally successful enough and a bit my business is running or whatever's going that I don't have to be on an agenda mm-hmm. certain time every day. Right. doesn't mean I'm not going to wake up. I'm still probably going to wake up at the same time, but not having this, the worry of like, I have to be here to do this work or do this business yep. every time, every day remedial. Yep. Right. So that's one thing that I, that always sticks with me. Another overstepping poverty is, is probably different for everyone. Yeah. Right, you know, Sure. It's like, are you still living check to check? Mm-hmm. Or was your situation even worse? And like now if you're finally working a job and getting a check. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But through the end, being comfortable to live is probably, for me, would be overstepping poverty. To get to yeah. a point where it isn't check to check and I have some comfort- comfortability in life financially wise. Yeah. Like that for me. Yep. Would be like overstepping poverty. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you it know. doesn't have to be... I think a lot of times when people think of overstepping poverty, they do think of the riches and all of these things, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be, like he said, simply just getting better than you were before, yep. you know, yep. whether you had, you didn't have a job last year and last year and now you got a job and you're able to provide like right. that's overstepping poverty. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I, I like that because I think it is different for everybody. So absolutely. Yep. And we appreciate you asking or sorry, answering those questions. Um, I de- we definitely had some tough questions set out for you. Um, here but now i actually want to move into the part of our episode where you can actually ask us questions all right um, while we were talking kind of talking about that earlier and I, I think of i think about this a lot myself is when it's all said and done and you're gone right unless they're writing about you in books and doing all this stuff and like you're still going to be gone and you know like what is the legacy like but what do you want to be what do you want people to remember you for and i'm talking like down you been passed on for a while and family members that maybe don't even really know much of you, but there's always something that would be said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what, what would you want to be remembered for? I kind of have two things that I'd like to be remembered for. One is going to be bringing people together. Uh, if, if everyone truly knows me, they know I love to host. I love to have people over, um, whether it's family or friends. Um, I'm a very, I always, like to be around the crowd. You're social. Right. I'm very There's, social. Yeah. I am. I am. Um, my wife is completely different in that aspect there, but she she definitely does well in accepting, letting me always be social. But I love just having that energy around people, and I want people to remember me the, of that guy who brought us together to meet another face, to meet right. a new person um, on that. But not only that, I would love people to remember me for for just having positive energy all the time. You know, I. I'd, I'd like to think and I'd like to say that there hasn't been many times that people have seen me where I'm just completely down. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Because I, I, I think I'm, I'm truly blessed. I think I've, I've gone through a lot of situations in my life where I can easily just be like, oh, you know what? Today's going to be a bad day because yesterday was a bad day for me and I didn't have any control over it. Right. You know, And that, that'd be easy for me. But I like to always have a positive just outlook on things, a positive attitude, just just positive energy all the time. So I'd love to be remembered for that. So if, right, yeah. I mean, and for those of you yeah. who are listening and you feel that I don't have that positive energy, just remind me of this episode. Right. Because <laughs> for that's sure. my goal. Right. I like it. I like that a lot, too. I think uh, for me, it is a few things as well as I think about it. The first thing I think of is I want to be the connector. I want to be remembered as the connector, the person that like you said, bring people together, but I want to bring people together, but also connect them, you know, in a way that helps them overstep poverty or bring like, when I think of the workplaces that I'm in currently or have been in, by the time I leave, you see a whole lot of more diversity. You see a lot more people in positions where you probably hadn't seen them in those positions before. So that's what I would really like to do and be remembered for, at least here in, in Sioux Falls is somebody that, brought other people to the table yep. and gave more opportunities to people just through creating our own table. You know what I'm saying? Right. Family wise though. And like, as far as a legacy for, for that, I would say I want to be remembered as the person that showed my family and generations to come that we don't have to live the same life that we've always lived. Right. It doesn't have to look the same exact way, whether it's the way we grew up or the lifestyle we're living now. Like, I've always, I do want the riches personally, and I'm not afraid to say that because we all want different things in life, but I do want the finest things, right? You know, Mm -hmm. why not? Why can't we enjoy the the finest things in life? And that's something where, yeah, I would like generations and generations from now for my family to be enjoying the finest things in life, in their their life. And if that starts with me, I'm, I'm okay with that, but I know it didn't. 
I know oh. it didn't start with me. But yeah, that's what I would say. What about you? I like it. Me? I think about it a lot. Honestly, because it's a, as simple as it is. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I want all that. But yeah. Like, for me, I just want to make it some type of impact in this community and be remembered for hopefully culturally diversifying the cuisine in this town. Like, that's mm-hmm. as simple as my passion and care for me. Love that. And I don't know. Because I feel like that would be spoke about in the this community I'm in, the culinary community at mm-hmm. least. I'd hopefully be spoke about for a while, generations down the road or where, where, however far it goes, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you're doing just that. Absolutely. I, I, I really do. It. Anytime somebody talks or whenever I talk to a new client that's moving here to Sioux Falls or anything, I always mention Ritz of Brazil because it's literally, there's literally nothing like it here. You can't get it anywhere right. else. Seriously. And not only you just mentioned it, I've seen countless people because i work at a, a, a car dealership so i meet tons of different people mm-hmm. and i always ask them like hey you know have you traded tried any new places around town and i swear every single time ritz of brazil always comes on that list of what they've tried and they've yeah, enjoyed yeah. So, well everything yes. else is chicken or burger yeah, so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. let's, let's get real we're sick of that <laughs> well that's the thing too man it's like even with kids like developing palates like my 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 niece ireland we like loves muscles you know what I mean? really you know most mm-hmm. kids are like it's chicken Creeped strips out, or whatever, yeah. it's yep. noodles and you know what I mean? So like right. when I see things like that, kids trying or even adults trying something that that's out of their norm. Yeah. You know, like right. I, I feel like that's what I'm here. That's to, awesome. That's what I'm here doing, you know, like yep. diversifying your palate, hopefully, you know. Absolutely. Helping them grow. Oh, that's awesome. Any other questions for us? Yeah. This, what would be the dream job for either of you? Job. That's a great question. Dream job. Money's not an issue. Honestly, I would love to be a GM for an NFL football team <laughs> because I think I would be able to put together the best team. You haven't been I, doing very well in fantasy. Yeah, oh, yes. That's a little bit different because I got to be the owner, GM, and coach. I don't want to do all of it. Okay. I just want to be the GM. Okay. okay? Um, but just so you know, you mentioned fantasy. <laughs> I have the most fantasy football championships in our league. So. You create the league. Exactly. You invite the people. He's like, hey, I invited some people who didn't know how to play fantasy. <laughs> I'm fixing points. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't know, but yeah. No, but I think that would be my my dream job just because I love the game of football. I, I want to be, you know, at the highest level of it. And I would be the first one, probably, to bring the Vikings a Super Bowl. So, oh, my goodness. Mr. Yeah, Wolf, go. if, you're, if you're listening to this. He's available. <laughs> Where's he got to go? Uh, right. For me, it's actually pretty simple, and that's why I actually wanted to start this. But I enjoy talking. I do. There's sometimes people will see me, and they'll be like, when are you going to stop talking? Especially <laughs> at work, I have a, a ton of people who are just like, bro, why are you still talking? Right. Right, well, whatever. But and, and this is what I enjoy to do, the podcast and right. whatnot, because uh, I can I can sit down with a different individual every single week or every every couple of days and just connect on something that I even know about you. And I, I have enjoy it about that, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, so doing a podcast and just being able to do this for – I mean, to be able to obviously put food on the table. And right, do this, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's my goal. That's, that's why we started this. So hopefully I can fulfill that dream here. So Absolutely. I'm hoping for that too, man. You guys You're already are doing that. it, brother. Yeah, yeah. You guys are doing great. Appreciate yeah. that. And, it. and it's easy. You make it seem easy. I'm over here sweating. <laughs> it's fun. You no, I, I, mean? I love it. I going off of what Daquan said. 
being able to sit down with so many different people, awesome people that are succeeding in what they're doing, whatever it is that they're doing, and being able to get their perspective just on their entire their life's journey and some of the hard things that they've been going through yep. and the good things that they've been going through perspective is the biggest thing that I take away every single time. Absolutely. You know, because it's easy in life when we have problems and we feel sorry for ourselves and then you talk to somebody and you understand maybe what they're going through and you're like, damn, you know, my life really isn't that bad or the problem really isn't that big or right. uh, life could be a whole lot worse or maybe you're like, you know, like actually I am doing pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, so it gives you different perspectives on that and connects us. It connects us in a way to where... 20 years down the road when this video is still on YouTube and all those other things, people will be able to go back and look and say, Oh dang, like this is where roots of Brazil was one year yeah, into being right, open. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really cool. It's really yes. cool. And you're connecting with the community, you know, you're yeah. sharing people's stories and you're, and you're helping elevate what they're doing and, and, and whatnot. So it's a, it's a great service that you guys are doing. And I yeah. appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We got time for another question from you here before we move into our another our next uh, segment. So, okay. one more question. Oh yeah. So, if it works out for both of you, is it quit the other jobs and this is what it is full time on the pod? Absolutely. Yep. And that's probably I'd imagine that's hopeful a, a goal as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's what I'm hoping for for both of you. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, if we're able to, and when we will be able to do it just go all over you right. know whether it's whether we're going to new york or whether we're going somewhere in indiana right. or wherever and being able to connect to people even outside of our community and really get to a point because if we're at that point there's people that will be brought with us yeah yep. you know yep. and then that means that we're changing more lives than just ourselves and that's yep. really what it is about yes. but then you know there you know i think of my sister for instance she's somebody i would love to take with just because i hate to see her work in the job that she works right and it's not the and she's she's leaving that job, but I don't know. It's just the quality of life for people. I think could be so much better. And when you're going somewhere to just sit down and talk to them, right? It sounds like just sitting down and talking, and people look at it a little funny. But you're there's so much power in it, and there's so much connection that's made, and there's so much that can come from it. That is the goal, hundred percent. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And the way I see it is. There was a higher power, you know, whether you believe in God and your spiritual or whoever you believe in, I believe that there was a higher power that brought us to, I mean, to the point of me picking up the phone and calling Zach and saying, hey, let's do this. Right, right. You know, and the way that it's transpired over the past 10 months has been unimaginable. There's, these are things that, I mean, yeah, we set goals and whatnot, um, but we've definitely taken those goals and we've exceeded them tremendously. Yep. Um, but so, I mean, if it continues to take us in that exact same route, there's, it's unfortunate, but there's no way I can't do something that I, that I love. I can't just right. be like, I can't pass up right. on that, you know, yep. um, where I do love exact what I'm doing now working in the car business, but I do know that I love this as well. And if, right. if it comes down to it where I have to pick one or the other, um, right now I'm doing both, but I, I will pick whichever one I love most. So. Good, good. So now that was a great question. I appreciate that. And uh, now I just want to take us into the next segment of our episode here. Um, just because it, with each person, they bring so much value and wisdom and so much information um, to give to others. And so we always ask you know, our, our guests to come prepared with just five tips, tricks, and hacks that they would tell someone else 
to overset poverty. You know, I know one of yours previously that you said in this episode was really taking that opportunity. Like when the opportunity is there, don't back away from it. Don't shy away from it. You know, you need to go full in, take the opportunity. And that's how you grew this wonderful business. So why don't you go ahead and take it away and tell us what those five tips, tricks and hacks that you have. For me, it's like I said, if the younger generation can show an easier path to success, I'm all about anything. But for me, it was always put your head down, work as hard as you can, and and try to be the best at everything you do. Which I, it, it's hard to even play games with my family because I try to be the best at everything. You know, right. board games to whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't have to be the best, but I if you're if you're better or the best at whatever I'm doing, like I want to at least be right up there with you. Yep. You, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Compete. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's the competitiveness and the, the strive and just and the work, 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 grind and focus on whatever it is you're trying to do. Like that's who I am. Like I said, it would have been nicer if it was a little more relaxed. Right. But that's the only way I knew how to attain where I needed to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then another one would be like be able to be taught. Yes. Be be coachable. coachable, You know, understand that, be able to take criticism, be able to understand like whoever's maybe teaching you or taking you in is trying to help you and not criticize you, you know? Right. Absolutely. Like like those are, that's a big one that a lot of people don't get, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, and there's not a lot of people as you get older and women and men or whatnot, like people don't want to be told that they're, doing something wrong or you correcting them or something. Mm-hmm. Pride. But, but yeah, when, when you're not, so you almost have to go about it different. Like you're not, you don't want them to feel like you're, they did it wrong or they're doing it wrong, but you right. just want to get them. I want to get them to where they can do it. There's an easier way. This is better. This is how I want to help you get there. Yep. You know, like that type of stuff. So, and that's the mindset of, I mean, really an, an owner or a leader the, that you need to have someone or hire someone that you want to be better than you are. You know? And yeah. the only way that you can do that is by teaching them. So yep. that's that's what you got to do. Yep. Yeah. That's, I mean, for me, that's I take more pride than knowing a couple of the kids that have been under me or whatnot and then where they're at in their career and, and how far it's taken them. You know, right. that's, yep. that's really, at the end of the day, I would have loved to be a coach, but you should be a coach in your whole life. You know? mm-hmm. It doesn't have to necessarily be sports. You know, we yeah. just, like I said, we, we should have a human obligation to – help the other person, help the younger people, help whoever we can that wants to listen right. and be yep. that, and be that sponge. And, and you think that you, you can make a difference or they'll pay attention and you can get them, get them somewhere faster than they need to be, than they would without you, your guidance, you know? Absolutely. Sure. When they say getting a mentor is one of the biggest things you can ever do to promote your success. And that's what a, a boss or a coach, you know, that's what they are. Is a built-in mentor for whatever it is you're doing. So if you have a good boss and a good leader that's able to coach, it's hard to not take that information in, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, it can only make life easier, right? Right. Yeah. I don't, you know, even through the years, I don't want running kitchens and whatnot. Like I don't need you to have to stay with me forever, right? If I see you got the same drive, fire, and passion and talent, I want you to get away from me as soon as you can and do what I'm doing somewhere else, right? Nope. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's good. You just have to have drive. You know, you have to have drive. You don't want to be complacent. But but that's also okay. Like you like you said earlier, like it's I'm not 
what I'm saying is I'm not, if that's how you are in life and you're comfortable where you're at. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that just don't, they get to a level and then they're just good with it. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I want to keep going level, 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 level as far as I can go. I think that's right. how I am. But I know some people are just like content with where they're at and that, right. that, there's no problem with that. But I feel like you have to have, you have to have the drive. I agree. I think there actually is a problem with that personally because I think that's selfish when you get to a spot and you just stop striving for more because we talked about it earlier. There's more people coming behind you. You're not going to be here forever. Right. You well, know, I, well, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But well, fuck it. There's, there's, okay. <laughs> right. there's, there's, uh, a lot of, there's a lot of people, man, that don't want to advance. You know no, you're I mean? right. And, and, I, and it's frustrating to see and it's frustrating to like – Want to want to try to work with some of them or whatnot and try to get like come on you know let's yeah. you can do so much more but you don't want you don't want the stress you don't want the extra stress and you don't want the responsibility so right you just want to stay where you're at and the mediocre level of whatever it is you got going on yeah you know I just think of like if you're at that point where you're comfortable and you don't want to go any get any further it's like why not for one and how much better could life be if you did strive for What's, like if like life is good left? now, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll have a different perspective when I'm older, but I don't know. No, I think you're just fine with that. I just didn't, I, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> That's all good. Like I totally agree with that. Cause like, like what, what's left then? You know what I mean? Right. So you're exactly. already sitting here at like 24, 25 and you, you're just content with kind of where, you're, where at. you're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what it I mean? It kind of bugs like, me. Yeah. Not going to lie. So yeah. Let's get one more out of you for the five tips, tricks and hacks. There's all kind of hacks to get to where you need to be. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's whatever it is, whether it's angling, knowing who to talk to, relationships with other people. Everything's a relationship you can have. Every Everyone out here that I can get with and talk to is a relationship. And everything can be a business relationship or something, that an opportunity that you didn't know about. Right. Just by having casual conversation and then being like, oh, are you, you're into that. You do that. Oh, you do. Oh. And then next thing you know, you guys are trying to start a business or working together right. or doing something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Crazy, Con- constant connecting, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. I well, agree. Thank you so much for those five tips, tricks, and hacks. And I really like that last one there is just the world is built off of relationships and that's also how you become successful. I mean, in life, the more people that, you know, obviously you'll do well, the more people, you know, you'll grow. Right. Um, so and yeah. that's just one thing that everyone should focus on building and maintain relationships with the right people. Right. So, yeah. But again, Jamie Grogan here at yes. Ritz of Brazil. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. It's awesome. I appreciate it, man. It was awesome having you on. And I'm excited for everybody to get a sneak peek and see what this is all about here at Ritz of Brazil and get down here and try this awesome food. Yes. So you heard it first. Get down to Ritz of Brazil. Try some awesome food. Uh, again, there's a lot of heart poured into what you're receiving on your plate there so yeah um also if you have time right now go to overseppingpoverty.com go and get some merch and get your apparel there also follow us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok that's overstepping poverty but until next time we'll see you next week on overstepping poverty Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overstepping Poverty. We hope you found this week's discussion informative and thought-provoking. We know that tackling poverty is a complex issue, but by working together and understanding the root causes, we can make progress towards creating a more equitable society. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family, and don't forget to subscribe to our show. Until next time, let's take the next steps in Overstepping Poverty.